cloud. That is us, I think. We're on. How we doing? How we doing, Cap? Good, thanks. You? Thank you. Yeah, great. Thank you very much. Samo, my man, how are you? Oh, mate, I'm loving the dream as always. Always. Aye. Aye, Good aye. Sunday. Ah, mate, aye, it was, it was all right. Just, just kind of had the wee man for a wee while, chilling out. Nothing, nothing major. Aye, it was good. all good. Yeah, yourself. Good what were you doing this uh, morning? Usual for me. This morning. I was down <laughs> at the natural spa, down in the, the old Scottish borders, down at Grey Mare's Tail again. So it was a cold one today. So it was seven degrees. Once you get into the sing single figures, you need to start uh, managing times and expectations with it, but still good. All good for mind, the usual Sunday spa. Kat, yourself, how's your Sunday been? I'm good. Pretty quiet, so... Yeah, yeah. Right. Nothing too adventurous? No, certainly wasn't yeah. dipped <laughs> 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 So I, I know you've kind of, you've done some of the hill walking stuff. I, know, I always see you on your page, you know, the... Um, you're, you're all right, Paige, and you know mm. that's obviously why we've got you on the show to talk about that, and your, you know your kind of blog and how much a success it has been on Instagram. But um, you like a wee bit of hill walking as well. I see is that tapered off, or have you been back at it recently? Or, or have you? Where are you uh, at? It has tapered off actually in the last couple of weeks. Um, but I'll get back into it again. The plan was in January, like that was me. I was going to be like this hill walker thing. Like you keep seeing these things, like at what point in your 30s do you decide you're just going to stoat up hills? And I was like, that just happened to me. So I'm going to do that. Um, but it was for like fitness and just like mental like challenge really. Because I would always be that person that was like, ah, I can do that. No, I can clean that one roller. I can do this, that next thing. So I thought, you need to stop seeing you carry this stuff and at least try it. Um, and I in January I was like that's going to be me every weekend we'll go somewhere we'll do something and then obviously the universe was like no pause for a wee while <laughs> I was like ah so uh, it's been a wee bit stop start for the last few weeks but um, I love it I absolutely love it I don't think as well like you truly appreciate how beautiful Scotland is until you like to push yourself out there and do the kind of things so and you found love for us <laughs> no no, I was, I was like you as well. When I, when I kind of grew up, um, you could call it unfortunate or fortunate, depending on what side of the fence you look at. We always went on holiday to um, Spain, you know, right at this, you know, I'm a wee bit older than you, I think. I'm going to hedge my bets and say that. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kind of... <laughs> well, you did, do you know what? You, you let out a wee slip there when you were saying you were in your 30s, so I know we're in this... Aye, I know we're in the same... At least we're in the same uh, decade category... <laughs> But um, no, so I mean, it was a, it was the start of the, the Costas holidays at the start of the at the end of the eighties, and that and that's where we went holiday. So, so the idea of me actually going on holiday, you know, anywhere in Scotland, fucking like no chance. Like I'm like, why would you? Why would you want to go on holiday where it rains and it's fucking cold and like what the fuck's that a holiday? Mm -hmm. So like you say, like the last couple of years myself, I've been discovering more about nature. I think when I went to. Uh, we went to Oban in 2014 because my wife was pregnant at the time. And that was the first time on the way over there that I'd, I'd actually seen Loch Lomond. Aye. And my wife's like, are you kidding me on? I was like, no, I've, I've never seen this before. I was like, it's fucking massive. <laughs> she's like, eh, aye. She's like, you stay half an hour away. So you actually see this. That's the first time you've seen it. I was like, eh, aye. So, so I don't know. No, I know. So I think we've, like I said, due lockdown, all the kind of travel restrictions we've been 
our hands been forced a bit, and you know, and I've been seeing that with a lot of people on social media. They've been getting out and about. So, mm-hmm. so you kind of spoke about it there for the mental health aspect. Of it. Like, what exactly about that is it you find you know is actually calming on the mind, or is it? I think a lot of the time, like with mental health in general, like if depending on what's happening and what situation people are in, like if you find yourself in a rut, it's you don't think about it at the time, but it's easier to just put up with it and go through the motions than what it is to face it, address it and try to make yourself feel better. Um, and sometimes it's dead cliche and dead cheesy, but like that, if you're climbing a hill like, and you're looking at the summit, like sometimes I'll be talking to other people about this and it often comes up like the description or like the, your problem or whatever it is might be the summit, but you're never going to conquer it if you're always just shying away from it, staring away from it. Mm-hmm. And saying things like, I can't do it, or this is shit, blah, blah, blah. Just all that negative language that sometimes just puts you in a negative space. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was about that, really, like turning the kind of a theory behind that mental health into like, a practical thing that would help. Because as I, I feel like everybody does know, like, exercise and fresh air and stuff, like that's brilliant for mental health. It will innately make you feel better. But it's being able, it's getting to that point where you push yourself outside and you will do it. Um, and the good thing about like, the hill walk was there was a group of people and they were all dead positive people and they love it and they're all outdoorsy and I would never class myself as outdoorsy, right? Unless I was drinking cocktails in a rooftop bar, right? I was like, no, I'm not outdoorsy. But um, to be with people that were in that mindset already, like just encouraging you and like no being again around the attitudes, like if you did start something, like I'd find Ben Nevis and I couldn't have done it with any other people because as much as I love my close, close, close pals, if we'd have done it and one of us had went like, oh, I can't do this, somebody else would have been likely to be like, nah, we just back. And I know we'd have probably went back. But the group of people that I was there like, doing that way that day were like, no. And it was like just pure encouragement, pure like, you can do this, like, come on, get up the hill, blah, blah, blah. And then obviously when you did that or something like that, like you feel amazing and you're proud of yourself. And it's obviously get health and well-being benefits as well. But it's that conquering that mental challenge I think so mm-hmm. for me like things like hills or like I'm a terrible runner I fucking hate running right so like if somebody was like oh run 10k or run 20k or whatever I'm like I'd be like no chance but now in the mindset of like well try it or build up to it run 5k then run 10k or you know however you're going to do it to conquer that um the mindset or just a negative space just mm-hmm. being like I can't do it I think everybody's capable stuff but it's about surrounding yourself in like a positive environment with positive people and influence to encourage you and help you conquer some of that stuff so i think there's there's massive benefits to it definitely so more of the the, the metaphor behind it then more of the, the analogy like the one step at a, one step at a time thing and you know the, you're seeing the the journey of a thousand yards or a, a thousand miles is one step at a time, you know, that, mm-hmm. that what I'm saying. So I know, I mean, I like that as well. And uh, Sam will tell you, I'm, I, I like an, an analogy or two, don't I? We metaphor now and then, Sam. I, mean, I, 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 I just every so often, I. I, no, <laughs> I got, I was, I was listening to an audiobook um, a couple of weeks ago um, that I think it was like The Wonders of Metaphors or something. And I sent it over to him. I said, do you think I like this? 
He's like, for fuck's sake, you probably wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit, it's a bit overbearing at times, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, fucking hell, what is this now? But no, I'm kidding, they're you, good. They are, like they're good. You've, got, you've got a good way of hitting them, you do. Yeah, it's, no, they are good, but I'll give you that, I'll give you that. They're a bit funky, some of them. Like, what was it? You mind the one that says the other oh, day? Yeah, you've got, you put pictures in your head, like, just some fucking, like, some mad vision, it's just some obscure thing, and, but it makes sense, do you know what I mean? Like, but no, I, I can't remember my half of in my head, put me under pressure, but no, they're, no. They're, they're quite good, they're quite good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, right, so we spoke about the, obviously, the introduction there is that you've got the, the Instagram page, you know, how many followers that you've got, like, tens of thousands now, aren't you? You're, you're, you're a superstar, am I right in saying that? Yeah, oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> people about, um, but... Don't be modest, you know what I mean? Just be proud. Honestly, <laughs> true, like, I don't genuinely, like... I never like really think about the followers and I know that there's probably a million people out there right that say that kind of a thing like oh I don't really think about followers and bullshit <laughs> I swear to god right? I, like I, I don't because like it. it was just it was never about that like don't get me wrong I know how Instagram works like you yeah. know like in terms of if you've got a bigger following you might get bigger opportunities you might get um endorsements I know that there's money to be made if that's how you're inclined, if that's what you're using uh, Instagram for. So, mm-hmm. like, I have been offered loads and loads of things, but I'd be an absolute dickhead if one minute I'm talking about positivity and mental health, the next minute I'm like, my love's charcoal toothpaste. Uh, I don't give a fuck about that. So I couldn't do that. That's not what I want to do. And that's not to say people that do that kind of a thing, I'm no bashing them in any way, shape or form. If that's how you want to make your money and, like, and, like advertisement and stuff like that, fair play to you, go for it, but it was never about that for me, so to be honest with you, I remember way back at the beginning, I had like 20 followers, and I was shit scared that 20 people would see what I was writing, and like the wee daft pictures I drew, I was like, 20 people, 20 people, and then it would be like, you know, maybe 30 people, 40 people, and we each like increase a 10, I was like, ah, fuck's sake, and I just zoned out because I was like, don't look at that, because I felt like that would probably me off like just being nervous and worried about what people would think because the whole idea in the first place was um like at the end of 2000 well 2018 was was ropey mega shite to be honest with you and getting into 2019 um I've always had anxiety like ever since I was young and then but I've managed it like through different things through the years. But between the end of 2018 and into 2019, it came back like mega. And I was like, ah, oh, and it's, it's debilitating like at times. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be like that again. So like I was speaking to some people, um, different things. And they were like, if you're in the right headspace to put yourself in a situation where you face the scariest thing to you, like what would that be? And prior to that, people had been like, uh, like years before, way years before, like when I was a teenager, they were like, write your feelings or like write down things or whatever. And I've always loved writing. Um, it's a matter of opinion whether people think I'm any good at it, but I love it. Like it's a, it's a good release and I like it. And I've always been a creative, dare I say, know that that makes me anywhere decent, but I like to mess about. And so I've always done these things to kind of a target, like, uh, anxious periods or whatever 
And so when somebody asked me that question, what was the scariest thing you could do? I was like, oh my God, if anybody could read like the notes section or whatever on my iPhone or look at things I'd been drawn and or whatever, I was like, I would fucking die. I'd die if anybody seen that. And then I started to sit and think about it and be like, they were like, well, why'd you do it? And I was like, well, it's like a self-help thing for me. Like it helps me. And they were like, right, well, when you're ready, like you should put it out there. Like you should, like, and I thought, oh, no. And then I don't know what happened really because it's totally no like me. I'm a massive introvert. One day I was like, fine, and I set up an Instagram and I put it up and I, whatever I was saying, I don't know, I started chatting shit with a yellow picture. And then uh, I it just kind of, a, it was selfish at first, I suppose, because it was helping me. Mm-hmm. If you look at it like that, it was something that I was getting something out of. And then, I don't know, somewhere along the line, other people would like uh, message me and stuff and say that they were, could relate to things or they liked whatever and ended up just growing arms and legs a wee bit and having this mm-hmm. wee kind of yellow community of people where we just charge a bit now Instagram like, hey! and it's, well, minions. I know that's what it's like isn't it? but, um, I know it's good so I don't so, really look at the follower thing because I just think that's scary if you were to line up people and have them on front of you. As an introvert, I'd have a mm. fucking heart attack. I'd be like, oh. But it's like when I when I look at your story in the morning or, or do it throughout the course of the day, and there's so many people that obviously like share your stuff and they're funny as fuck. Like I was talking to the, 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 the one the day, like you just you just know how to tap into that. So though obviously if you're area, we know that there's a video going about the now with the two guys that have crashed the, the car into the lamppost, oh you know, God. and they're absolutely away with it, you know, they're away with the fairies. But mm-hmm. you know they're out trying to push this car away. There's no engine, there's no fucking wheels on it. <laughs> on it right. But like this morning, you know, I, I go onto your story and, or sorry, I go onto your page and, and you're tapped right into it. You're like, you know, um, where it started and where, where we are just now, you know, this kind of meme thing that's going about mm-hmm. now. And it was like 2020, you know, like, oh yeah, it's fucking here we go. And then, uh, and then like, how's it going to now? Reverse, reverse, reverse. <laughs> but oh. unless you're from our area or Scotland or wherever, like, you wouldn't get it. But it's like a Kevin Bridges moment. You're like, I fucking get that. Like, that's funny. <laughs> you know, you just tap in it. So, like, it's, just to go back to that when you're talking about the page, was it, do you see that? I know you say you're an introvert there, and and I've heard you kind of mention this before, and you know some of the blogs you write with, and when, you're, when I've heard you speaking before that you you are this quite reserved person. So, is this like a is cat and you're all right? Is this like your alter ego? Is this like your kind of Clark Kent and Superman thing? You know, you like this expressional page mm. where you can just be this alter ego. Does that help in any way at all? Probably did. Probably was like that, like unintentionally um, at the beginning. Definitely, probably it was. I don't know, like a mask maybe for myself, like because I wouldn't have been out there, like with my picture up there and talking and stuff like that. Like I just, I wouldn't have done that. So it probably was a bit like that. Definitely, um, it's get easier. Like every now and then, I'll post a picture of myself or my stories, or I'll if I feel. I need to say something or whatever that'll come up stories every now and then and I'd never have done anything like that at the beginning so I think I probably get a wee bit more comfortable with it because you're still in control of it I think that's like a massive part of anxiety as well like you're so worried about not having control so um I like because sometimes you get, you get approached by people and they'll be like 
I'm a social media marketer. Um, I can do your social media for you. You won't have to lift a finger, blah, blah, blah. And I think to myself, do you even look at my account? Like, what would you, what would you write? Like, if I gave you stuff that I drew, what would you write? And why would that be a thing that, that me personally would do? Because it's like a personal blog. So I would never have anybody else take charge of that. But um, I, like, there was a point of me saying that there, and I've gone and lost it now. Uh, like, they, like aye, somebody else doing it would be, I suppose that would like continue on like a mask thing or whatever, but I, I get more comfortable with it now. But it's probably an element of that because I've met people through different things or at certain events or whatever. And I think like some people are like, I expected you to be the biggest bam in Glasgow. Right? And, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and I get it. I was like, no, nah. I left my slouches on the wrist today. <laughs> like, no. um, but that just, that didn't start with that either. But it transcended to that because I thought to myself, like a lot of people won't go for help because... And this, like, so this is based on some of the work that I do do in my 95, right? And just the like, different things, whatever. I know, like, there's a lot, and there's statistics and evidence to show this as well. Like, a lot of people that suffer with mental illness will be, not everybody, I'm not saying everybody, but there's a there's a good percentage of people that will be, like, vulnerable or come through deprivation or poverty in some way. And if that's the cycle that they're in nine times out of ten, it's like, a lot of people, a lot of kids or whatever, they're growing up in schemes and they've got economical problems and environmental problems and it all adds to their mental health. And like a massive barrier for a lot of people is being able to go in somewhere and ask for help. And maybe the people that are helping them have the absolute best intentions, but there's maybe no any relatability there in terms of backgrounds or anything mm-hmm. like that. And I did grow up in the scheme and stuff like that. And um was privy to a lot of things that w- would happen like back then and what have you and I know that they people feel comfortable like having that something relatable there so at some point the language did change and then it went to like uh, kind of Scottish slang or whatever and I think like that a lot of people did find it relatable and they were like oh um they got on board with it and then the conversations around mental health became bigger through the page I don't, <laughs> I don't mean that in general, you're right, it's fucking changed stuff, and I don't mean that, I mean for, you know, right, like the conversation through mental health in the, in the capacity of the yellow squares, grew bigger because people were like, she's, no, they might think I'm a dick, but they know I'm not some dick that's like judging them for other things that are happening in their life, because I'm like, I'm the exact same, like, which I think reduces the barrier and then makes conversations a bit easier. No, I think, for myself, is just like when you're talking there, and the, as soon as you said that, like I, I latched on to him like rapport, you know, and, and that's where, like, even when I've found when I've been doing work with the guys when it was in the man cave or any of the posts that I'm putting up, or you know, or if I'm giving somebody advice, then you know, it, it, having that rapport, you know, mm-hmm. we, we can all click onto a page and find somebody with millions of followers and you're like this guy's in america he lives in sunshine all the time he's got you know the perfect body perfect teeth you know what mm-hmm. the fuck does he know about struggle and then you can go and look at you know a, a page that's more local and you're like oh, you know that makes sense i remember that guy from back in the day he was a bit of a dickhead you know he was a bit <laughs> like, like oh and that's what i get you know people mm-hmm. people come to me that know of me and, and know my background and they're like right what's the secret because uh, you look as mm-hmm. if you're doing all right with that, you know, and, you know, the more that I open up and talk about my experiences before it, you know, people who 
don't know me can say, well, do you know what? I was in that experience as well in life, and, you know, and I've been here, and I used to think like that. And all right, okay, so you know, it, it almost feels as if it's a, a real person to them as well. So, I mean, I, I, do you get a lot of that where people just? I think it's just the rapport; they just they just latch on to it. I like it's good. Like people, like, I have to go back sometimes and read messages or whatever two or three times because somebody will be like. White cat, blah, 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 cat, cat, cat. And I'm like, I know you. Like, do I know you, know you? Or do I, like, know you through Instagram? Like, I don't know. And then I did it myself before as well. Like, I do some work for Glasgow Girls Club as well. For their, like, merch stuff and whatever. So they have, like, these really cool, like, brunch things. And sometimes I go to them and people are like, hi, cat. And I'm like, hiya. And I'm like, I don't know them. Like, I literally don't know them. And then it will be like, oh, that's your all right or whatever. And then I kind of go, oh. I get embarrassed because I think, oh, but then like through that as well, sometimes you know people through like their Instagram handles and sometimes I've said to people like, are you like, and then I've said their Instagram handle and I feel like, I'm like that's so bad, like I feel like I know them through Instagram, I don't, I don't even know their real name, but I know their username as whatever, so I am, um, it's good, like I definitely feel like there is a, a community aspect and I'm always and again it's pure cheesy but I'll be like that and um, we're a team run here is like a wee, a wee like, uh, slogan thing I throw it often because it honestly feels like that to me like I remember I was having a, a like this was ages ago and I was having banter with somebody and it was back and forth and it was give and take blah 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 and I, I knew it was a laugh and so many people messaged me and were like ah, you haven't bothered are you, are you all right? Do you need me to meet? And I'm like, no, I was like, I'm getting like, just give me the word, right? Just let me know. And I'm like, what the hell? I thought it was cool. It's just a joke. Like, um, so it feels like that, definitely. So I, I think the rapport thing has just kind of happened, which is mental considering I, as a teenager, I would literally hardly ever talk to anybody instead of the carpet like that. <laughs> To think that people would feel comfortable, that I would feel comfortable to talk to other people, and they would feel comfortable to talk to me. How do you separate the ego from it then? Because I mean, you, it's it must be so difficult to, you know, like all those people who like, every day you see that are, I wouldn't say dependent, but you know, you, you must you must make a huge difference to some people's day. Where, you know, your wee sketches and your wee dits and stuff like that. So, how do you how do you keep on top of that? Then going for like somebody who. I mean, when you talk about your anxiety, is it um, is that like a social anxiety, or was it just in general? Were you just you're just a person in a nervous disposition before, or was that like a communication thing at all? The majority of it probably was like a social anxiety thing. Hated meeting new people. Like, would go through my life like starting new jobs and all that kind of a thing. Like, How's your day been? I hate everybody. I don't hate everybody, right? but I was like that. <laughs> I talk to them, like new people and like when I was again mostly when I was a teenager like I'd come in and I would, if I said something like that my dad would just be like in shocker like that she doesn't like anybody in the place like surprise surprise but it was never like that and hindsight is a wonderful thing as we all know you look back now and through um like qualifications and education and stuff like that, that I've done myself like I can see what was happening then but you didn't really know that people didn't really know you were just like you were shy you're shy and that's why you don't, and that's fine. But if you knew that it was a social anxiety thing back then, like, you know, like you would have, there would have been 
uh, more opportunities to like tackle it a bit better. Um, but it's worked out all right, aye. But I don't know, like the separating it. I think to be honest with you, I don't put pressure on myself. Like you know how, like, and this is an example. Again, I've been at a few things, and people are like that to me. The Instagram algorithm, and, and do you have a diary of Monday to Friday when you post, and what you're going to write about, and, and everybody's so fucking in here, right? And I'm like, ah, no, oh no, but you must, you must, you must have your, and I'm like, ah, no, and they hate it because they'll be like, well, how do you think? And I'm like, well, I draw a lot of stuff, and then I keep it on my phone, and then I get up in the morning, and I go, I'm going to stick that, and then I sit, and sometimes if it's a train, I get to work or whatever, I sit in the train, and I type it up, and then I post it, and they're like. Yeah, but when do you prepare? When I'm on the train at five to seven in the morning, right, and shit. That and they don't like to hear that because they think people think there's a there's an agenda there, and and I know that works for a lot of people, especially businesses and like marketing tools and I don't know that kind of thing. I'm sure there's a whole fucking side of it, but it's not like that for me. So I don't feel the pressure. Like somebody asked me before, even just like about posting every day, they were like that. Like, do you feel that need or whatever? And I'm like, no. If there's ever a day that I don't feel like posting something, I just, I won't post. Genuinely, I think that's only happened like maybe a handful of times or whatever for one reason or another, like I don't post or whatever. But I was not thingied about that. Like, I was just like, you can't become so dependent, I suppose, like you said on it, like either or, like um, that it takes up your whole life because where would the fun in it be? Like, I love it. And if it ever changes to something that is like, I don't know, that is, I don't know, because I've got big dreams, right? Oh, I do all the shit. Go on then, tell us them better. Go on. Yeah, come on then. I want to take over the world, do you? It's a fucking arm. You need to keep it out there. You need to put it out of the universe. You need to have the courage to speak it. You need to believe it. And then you know it's going to happen. Aye, don't fucking oh, sell it, Tony Robbins. <laughs> so, so I think, like, if it was ever, um, there's always been like a give back element to it. And so, if anything ever came out where it was like my soul like purpose like my career like I could do it full-time or whatever it would be through that process it was the give back thing or whatever and then I think you might feel a wee bit of pressure to make sure if it's services you're offering or whatever people can access the services it would go arms and legs you'd have different uh, types of pressure but at the minute it's just this it's it still gives me like what it gave me way back at the beginning which is just a sense of relief sometimes when you're having a shit day to know that other people might be having a shit day or when you're like showing some kind of gratitude or whatever that you see that filtering through as well and other people like you know what I was having a shit day but that made me think actually I'm really grateful for blah 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 whatever it is and sometimes it's just a laugh because Monday mornings are fucking hard for people and they're going to work and sometimes they see something and it just maybe makes them feel a wee bit better so I think it's that like taking away any pressure or expectation as you'd probably imagine a lot of people in the same boat would drive themselves crazy. And I think that because I get use the word content, right? Um people an content. Oh, fuck, right? <laughs> not, not in the matter of influence. <laughs> no, um, people get caught up in like content as well. And some people have been in conversations with that and Again, I know that for their page or whatever it is they're trying to do, right, they want the content or whatever. But, like, I won't ever really post anything twice. 
I think unless it's been like a video thing that's on IGTV, like there's been a lot of people have been dead fortunate that I've done like mental health things for me or whatever. So occasionally I they'll get reposts because I think it's important to keep pushing them out there. But like a lot of like the sort of a read the doodles and the chat or whatever doesn't really get recycled. So I don't stress about having to have a yellow square because if there is no one or I don't feel like it, there won't be. But you know how sometimes you'll see in like the other people's Instagrams, it's like it's like a repost. It's a repost because for that day they still want that engagement and they're still trying to keep on top mm. of it. And so it's they want to keep it going like that. Totally fine. I just don't have that pressure. I don't think yet. But I know that I don't. But I don't know what other people think about it. But I, I don't stress about it. So I'm like, because it's not genuine for me either. If I didn't really want to say these things or put the yellow square out there in the morning or whatever, what's the point in it? Like you're trying to reach people or start a conversation or maybe like get some positivity out there. And if it's just to tick a box to say you posted in the morning or whatever, I wouldn't find that useful for me. And I don't know that other people would really give a shit either. So I think to myself, just trying to keep it real. <laughs> Try to keep it real. <laughs> That's it. Well, I, think, I think you're right in what you're saying there because if you're saying you, you feel you had to tick that box, then all your stuff that's becoming work, then it's not really authentic with you and with your personality as well. And on top of that, I think you've been far too modest. I think it's great what you're doing, and oh. a lot of other people do as well. And you see, we just kind of keep talking and doing and talking and doing. But for you as well, the courage to actually go against that kind of, what you might call it anxiety, that state of fear, the theory, like what people are going to think, theory, like what your friends are going to think, all this kind of thing, that state of fear, you've went against it, put it out there anyway. And it's just kind of obviously grew arms and legs, as you said. And right. I, I think, yeah, I think you deserve congratulations for that. I think it's brilliant. Thank you. I'm very good. Take compliments. I'm like, I'm going to look at the carpet again for twenty minutes. I'm like, a more, a more this person, but no, that's what it is. And you've kept it authentic, and you've also managed to get a, like, a clear understanding of the the kind of not necessarily pitfalls of it, but like you're talking about people taking over, doing the market inside it, or like. Um, getting you to promote various products and things like that. Like, no, but you know what I mean? And that would take you maybe away from what you, you started it for. And it's mm. good that you kind of got that understanding kind of early on and where you're wanting to go with it. So, mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's, it's, looking, it's looking good. It's looking positive for the future. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I, I like how you've obviously just kept, like, you can clearly see, you can tell that, obviously, you've kept yourself as grounded as possible with it and... I, like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even think badly of you if you did, if you did at least let the ego go a little bit there, bit because like it's, it must be so hard, you know, like with all those people, like I say, who, who just shared your stuff and, and pick up and that. And I know, funny enough, I was talking to Big Paul Craig the other the other week there about something. They actually just tagged me in some one of his stories. Now I've not even, I've not even got any sort of following in, in social media and, and if I'm truthfully honest I'm not just saying that I don't really give a fuck because it, mm -hmm. it doesn't really pay it doesn't pay my bills to be honest exactly. right? I, don't, I don't know if you get four quid per follower or whatever else I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it'd be nice you know what I mean but so at the same time there is a lot of people who who I know personally and maybe don't know personally and tell me they, they like the stuff that I'm doing so I do it as well I, it doesn't take anything out of my day as well to be honest but mm -hmm. there has been times in the past where 
you know, just as recently as what happened to lockdown and that. And I had to just go back to being like, you know, the husband, the dad, you know, the provider, all of that sort of thing. So Aye. I have to serve me and the people around about me first before I can serve others. But they're now like I put a wee video out yesterday and saying, right, to be honest, I put something up, maybe much like yourself, but not as big an audience. And I just say, look, that takes me fuck all. It takes me two minutes. And what, you know, what I literally do is, and I'll message some people, um, close friends, families, people I maybe worked with, I haven't spoke to for a while, and I'll just say, look, listen, have a cracking day, mate, whatever it is, just, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe they'll go and spread it on to somebody else. But mm-hmm. but it was funny because Paul tagged me in one of these things in the story, but, you know, he was getting in the, the ice bath. And, um, and because of that tag, like that day, I had maybe about 10 people following. My phone was gone and that. So I don't even know what it would be like to chat in my Like 10 people that day. I'm like, how the fuck do people who's got thousands like put up with us? Because this must happen every single day, every single hour. So, but funny, like when you're talking about ego and, and you you did say there that you've got some big dreams and you, and you understand that you're in potentially a position of influence not wouldn't say power, you know, mm-hmm. you've obviously get clearly the attention of some people that way. So at what point do you need to say, right, I need to actually use this, you know, like, because how does cat live a day then? Do you know, do you get up and is it right? I've got to try and be the best version of me as I can, or like, I, you know, I would like to draw on the community around about me to try and make my day better. Like, how does it kind of look on a day-to-day basis for you? And you know, and, and then at what point do you say to yourself, do you know what? We can do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I don't know. I wake up, I'm raging because my alarm's went off, right? <laughs> <laughs> the day starts like all the time. I'm like, shut up. Oh my God. And I try to read that book, um, the 5 a.m. club, you know, like right, yeah. you know, five. I tried that. And I dip in and out of that, I'll have weeks where I'm on it and I'm like, I'm up at five. And I actually, I feel better for it. I'm productive before I'm at the door. And then when I'm at the door, I have a better day and I find myself probably going to the gym or actually going a walk or a run or whatever. And then I have the weeks where I'm just like that, smooth 45 times, literally dragging my arse out of bed. And I don't feel as good. So I know that it fucking works. It's just a feel mindset thing. I'm like, oh. Um, depending on how I feel when I get up in the morning, I suppose it's just like, uh, in terms of like the Instagram thing, I'll let you know, right? Like I'll at some point I have a wee look at that and I'll see like what people are saying. And sometimes like I don't as I said, like I'd really plan posts or anything like that, or what a theme might be, unless it's something like World Mental Health Day coming up or whatever, like particular dates I like knowledge, or sometimes you get like a theme through people's like uh, DMs. Like there was a period just before lockdown or maybe it was at the start of lockdown I think where people who wanted to talk about different things that were struggling or that were taking comfort to a post or whatever it was they'd all seem to be going through some like relationship breakdown so I was like to myself I'd never really planned or thought about anything but I thought I made a conscious effort then to look back at some of the stuff that I drew or whatever and think about how that might relate to some stuff for people that I knew might need a wee bit of support or whatever and uh, like that kind of a like people were able to then relate to that and uh, they, they were like aye that was good whatever blah 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 because I don't openly talk about myself all the time I'll sometimes full circle it back to like I know what you're going through there because blah 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 or I don't know what you're going through there because blah 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 so sometimes I, I would even find it easier to make a hint about something in a post and then that person would message and then we would have that conversation and I'm pretty if people are in like 
the DMs or whatever. Like, I'd hope they would think I'm pretty open um, because I will, I will just tell people if they've opened up to me, you see that they're struggling with X, Y, and Z. I don't want to sit there if I feel like there's an organisation or a service or something like that could help them or I'm not like going to diagnose anybody either but you know like just to have the conversations or let them know that it's happened to me or somebody else or whatever uh, so that was a, that was easier like that and I think through that especially during lockdown as well where people were like people would say stuff like uh, your pages really helped me get through lockdown and I think that's mental right I honestly think that's mental because I'm like it's just a wee yellow page like you know like, and they put a lot of weight behind it and that obviously makes you feel good to think that you're making some kind of difference because I always will maintain and I did even say to myself at the beginning when I noticed people were interested in it was like if you can help one person have a better day or a chance at a different outcome or whatever then that's a massive win like it doesn't matter how many people follow you or how many people you interact with if one person does something that's beneficial to them because they saw a yellow square that's huge right so I think during like the lock like during lockdown people were obviously stressed and depressed and like mental health is and was like rife like uh, mental illness and stuff like that the struggles that it's just taken on everybody um and through like conversations with people in that respect did just make me think like and there's, there's amazing organisations and services out there, but if your right was to ever be a thing, I would love it to be something like that. So I, I think in the bigger picture, I'm trying to go, I'm trying to think back to the original question you asked, which Eric said, I go off on a tangent. No, um, I'm going to talk away, man. That's, that's what today, I know. I think the end goal or whatever would be like some kind of stuff stuff like that or like an intervention thing or like a non-profit or a charity itself who knows I don't know because I genuinely haven't pinpointed the exact direction it would go in but I would like it eventually to be something like that in that realm um so I just haven't changed anything but like I don't have a strategy or anything like that <laughs> no, no, I'm a procrastinator <laughs> I don't have anything like that in place so uh, I haven't adapted like what I would normally post or say to get to any day points or anything like that yet or sitting properly right shit down to get me focused. Um, I've just been doing what I've always done at the minute, but the kind of ideas have maybe been prevalent, I'd say, more so through just listening to people Semo. that say it's a positive What does that impact. mean? Semo, hmm? what does prevalent mean? I don't know, mate. What's that, yeah, sorry, sorry, cut out there. I couldn't, you know. Prevalent's <laughs> a heavy scheme, Lord Jerry. What are you saying? <laughs> oh, I, I used to shout it all the time when I was getting I chased after the cameras. Alistair prevalent through his window. Fuck you, you'll never get me. I'm prevalent. Right. It's like, it's uh, joy. Only my cousin is prevalent. That's it. For that part. It's just the way it is. <laughs> She's a unibird, mate. She's a unibird. Oh, my God. Yeah. One of them. I'm You're rare as well. So, I mean, like, how close are you sitting down? Like, you say that about, like, all the organisation thing. You must be, like, it must be, like, the now, like, you're thinking it's close. 
It, it looks oh, to me as close. Yeah. You've got a podcast and everything right. going on just now. You've That's got just started. It's a heavily disguised organization, mate. You know, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Yellow <laughs> camouflage everywhere. Just creating nothingness, isn't you? Like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I am part of that organization. I know. Like, I don't know. Like, in my mind, it's already happened. And I'm there and I'm like, I'll be like, I'm quitting my job. And then, like that. And then reality kicks in. And I'm like, well, you know, like, can it be? Here's the thing, but do you know how that's maybe just the same, that same reluctance or same fear that you had when you kicked it off in the very first place today, 20 followers? You remember that same wee part that was saying to you, no, you can't do this, no, 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 that's that wee inner, no, I mean, kind of self-talk there. Is that not just, that's not just the same, just further on down the line? So presumably you've, you've kicked it on its arse once. It would stand to reason that you'd be able to kick it on its arse again <laughs> and just fucking go for it. I hope so. I definitely hope oh, yeah. so. Uh, I don't know. I think you're probably right. Eh? It's because it's easier to tell yourself, like we said at the very beginning, you try to do something than to sit mm. down and go, I- I'm going to do this. Um, I definitely, I-, I don't know. I don't think I'm anywhere near it yet, but no. I might be ready to write down on a wee rope pad where I would like to go <laughs> to get there. <laughs> Listen, if this is a Dragon's Den moment, I'm putting pen on it, right? You know, c- come and see me. I'll be a, I'll be a silent partner because it's. <laughs> I'm like, why is she already done it? You know, I mean, it's oh, like so every day, like when you see people, how many people get lifted, and you're like, that's what we fucking need, man. Do you know what I mean? Like, they know it's just it's getting heavier and heavier and heavier, and you think like if someone just can generate that much, you know, enjoyment, happiness, or kind of feel good. With something so relatively simple, you're like, we need folk like that to stand up. Do you know what I mean? And, and I kind of, I said, I put the wee video out yesterday and say, you know what? I've I done a lot of work on the ego during the kind of lockdown thing, mate. And you know, Sam will tell you the con. That was the whole point of us launching this podcast. Basically, yes. we were having all these chats and stuff, and like, you know, I kind of had to part the man cave thing and everything else, part my coaching side it and whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I need to go back to just being Gerald for a while. And make sure everything was good. And then I, and then I realised that I had everything I, I really ever needed in life as well. And I thought, well, what's my motivation? What's my inspiration now to get back into this? You know, as we started to kind of come out the, the bad patch and everything was looking rosy around about the July, <laughs> August patch. And everybody's like, ah, this fucking thing's bullshit. <laughs> like, we're good to go again. We're flying to Spain and we're partying and all of that shit. You know, mind those months. And I was thinking to myself, right, you know, kind of creeping back onto the social media thing, and I, and I was I was dead surprised when so many people were saying, "Oh no, you really need to get back to doing this." You know, you you you're a natural at it, and I'm like, oh, I don't know, I don't want to make it about me, and it's and mm. I felt some of the stuff that I was doing was about me, and you know, and and but there has to be a point, there has to be an admission at one point. You say, right, I've got to make this about me because. You know, someone's got to actually do something with it, and and we have to speak through personal experience as well, mm. and we have to kind of see it how we call it, how we see it, and then at the same time, you have to then be at the forefront of it, you know, and and how you're putting yourself across because True. if you don't, then you just lose that rapport. But I'm wondering, do you ever get any negative? 
comments. Now, I can't imagine why, but there must be some people who's turned around and, let's say, going to drop this fucking shite, man. I can't be bothered <laughs> seeing your cartoons every morning, man. Fuck off, you know. <laughs> Do you get, ever get anything like that? Try to tell me something here, Jerry. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That's I it. Used... Pull up. Pull up. aggressive, like. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I used to get it from my mates. Like, you just go and make your site, like, see the news, and you're not helping many people. I'm like, right. I'm, I'm like, all right, okay, brother. What is it? was wrong? Me, ah, I'm fucking having a shite time now. I'm like, all right, so it's not really about what I'm saying or doing. Aye, it's, like, it's about them. Aye, so, uh, but you must get something, do you know? I've been, I've been honestly, like, so, so lucky. Uh, no, there's, there's one occasion I can think of where somebody was a wee bit. Yeah, in fact, they were a dickhead, right? They were a bit of a dickhead. And I was That's just like, ah, like, I'm not even acknowledging this. Like, in the sense of, I'm not going to keep this going with you. Like, I explained, like, it was it was over a post, I think. I'd wrote something and they was like, ah, I don't know the person for a start, right? Don't know the person. And they took, like, offence to something that I'd wrote. And I was just like, ah, oh, I'm really sorry you feel like that. You know, like, each to their own, like, it's your opinion. And they were like, ah. And I was like, you keep their thoughts. That's totally up to you. And they're like, rah. And I kept thinking, oh, my God. Like, in a different environment, face-to-face, -face, I might have told you to fuck off. <laughs> like, get away. <laughs> Just fuck off, right? But I'm like that. What would I get out of that? Um, what would they get out of that? wouldn't be very nice for a start. So I was like, no. And I tried to, like, just kind of uh, listen to their point of view. But then I just shut it down because I'm like, this is, we could just go on forever here. The, the point of it was we just have to agree to disagree. You didn't like something that I wrote. I'm not asking you to read every single thing that I write. I wouldn't ask anybody to read, like, share, or do anything like that. If people do their things, that's, a, that's brilliant. And if they like them, great. If they think that's a lot of shite, I'm absolutely 100% all right with that as well. Because I, I know everything I look at on Instagram that I think is fucking amazing. Sometimes I'm like, ah, oh. Bag. And I, but I don't say that to them because I don't feel the need to be an asshole. But I just won't. I won't start on them. But I might not like it. It's not a big deal. Like it's just the way it is. Like if people don't like stuff, cool. But other than that one person, which was a really long time ago, um, no, everybody's been. I've been dead lucky. Everybody's been really, really nice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, some weird shit. I'll say that. Like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not an influencer like any used to, so I don't really know what that means, this wee kind of joking, but uh, what this weird shit? Well, <laughs> I like I go, I get, I get one one time when, when I was back doing, when I was fighting out of that squad and when I was doing the MMA and I had a guy actually, I had a guy message me seeing if he could shave my body. So, right? <laughs> well, by the way, I felt, I felt <laughs> I'm wiping my hands up to I fucking felt great. I'm like, you know what, I like it. And I was like, ah, you know, I must be a big MMA star and all this kind of thing. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, nah, you're all right. I'll, I'll kind of decline on that, right? So I kind of shared that amongst the guys in the hit squad and they were in the group chat at the time. And then about four or five of them, they were like, oh, I, I get that message too. And I was like, for fuck's sake. I <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually raging that it wasn't ah, just God. like me. I was like, all right, oh, well, then. I feel like I'm back on and just saying, look, mate, if you're going <laughs> Don't think I'm going to be sloppy settings to anyone here, right? You're shaving <laughs> somebody's body first, you shave mine first, all right? Get it together. So, oh, so there you go. Hell, that was man. the one and only time I had. I can't believe I'm listening. <laughs> Mate, you've got it. Like, a win's a win. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Is that? Right. So that is one of the funky ones. One of the ones that we can get you know, allowed to say. Well, you can say what you want, but <laughs> it's like I don't. Uh, I like the random times like, that I might post like a photo if I'm going out or something like that because I'm obviously a massive catfish, right? Like if I'm going out, I make an effort. And um, like sometimes if I post a photo or whatever, like people. <laughs> I don't like I'm not on like I'm not on Tinder or dating apps or anything like that, right? I'm not slagging them. I've just never done them and I don't plan to, right? It's still my thing. I don't want to do that. Um and sometimes I think people maybe think Instagram is just an extension of like a dating app. So I sometimes it catches me off guard. I'm like, I can't believe that person just responded to that story or whatever and said whatever it was they said, right? I'm like fucking. Hell, like, and then it makes me think. Imagine if you were on a dating site. Like, is that how people talk to one another? Is that what they say? So it's like one extreme to the next because there'll be somebody that will just be like blatant and say something that I'm like, oh my, <laughs> no, so I don't respond to that. And then uh, there'll be other ones that are like you could clearly see it's somebody trying to graft and build a rapport with you, but the chat's pure shite and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I wouldn't intentionally have you greeting the fun, but you will if we get into a conversation because I feel like I'd say something you'd get upset and that's just never going to be the basis for a relationship. So I mean, but like, we things just like people are, I don't know, I was talking to somebody about this the other day and they were like, they were doing dating apps and all that and I'm like, what the fuck are you saying to each other and stuff? And they're like, just like, you know, what's your favourite food? What's your favourite colour? And I was like, Oh my god, like that, like, like that's like you're at fucking nursery and you're buddied up with somebody <laughs> yeah, and your teacher's trying to get you to make new connections. I'm just like, imagine like getting both your girls and I was like, mm-hmm. cat, what's your favourite colour? I'd be like, oh no, like and we'd and then I'd say something probably borderline offensive and it wouldn't be very good. So, you know, I think it was funny and they probably like, I don't understand this dating app pattern either right now i'm not on them right I, I, I never have been right but we wow. guys know no just, no because i'm ugly that's fine enough <laughs> all right, right jen up right we guys know if they're getting if they're getting to a certain age and then gone on that and it's just a normal way of interacting with like women or men or whatever it is mm-hmm. and they're, they're losing the art of what the patter the chat up you know what i mean the, all that like, a wee bit of wit a wee bit of banter all that's out the window right. you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. it's it's this if all their like Text each other, it's that like kind of pure, like perfected response, you know. I mean, it's not just mm-hmm. off the cuff, you've had 20 minutes to think about it and fire it over. And it's, oh, yeah, my favorite color is green, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you want actually, you know what I mean? Like, you're wanting to have a real kind of conversation with somebody if you want actual, like, surely some sort of kind of connection with them rather than okay. this, like, kid on thing. But uh, fuck, I will slag all these dating apps, fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> It's back to that, it's back to the medium of communication now, and, and obviously through your, your page, you know, you've been able to kind of reach out to so much more people than you would have done, like back when you were saying about being this introvert person, so like, there's, I suppose there's a good and a, a bad side to it, like, you know, we, because all these people, like these, what is it, 13 odd thousand, something like you've got nearly about 14,000 people, like, when else, like you're saying, unless you stood up in front of a stadium or somewhere and, and spoke to these people on a daily basis, you know, how else would you have communicated with them? But we start to build up this perception of what reality is. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And that's where we were back talking about earlier on when you were saying about staying completely grounded and not letting the ego get away from you. I, I think that's fucking amazing to even be able to do that because it, it must be so tempting and, and you can obviously see why it does draw in so many people because working class people, people who come for schemes, um, I think it would be fair to say there's a lot of disadvantages, you know, when you're kind of growing up in those mm-hmm. economical and social circumstances. So all of a sudden you have this kind of affection or attention thrust on you. And, and we obviously know people who are MMA fighters for our area and stuff like that. There's Bungie, there's Paul, these people we, we know them well with. And all of a sudden you see you're thrust into this limelight, these tens of thousands of people actually now paying attention to what you're saying and do. So, that, you know, it, it's such a fine line to tread between actually doing something of good service and just basically surrendering yourself to it, like this kind of false world. And and sadly, like you're saying, Samuel, we are, we are losing the art of communication because of that. And and um, it can turn into it actually becomes a, a social problem is because we don't know how to communicate correctly with one another. And, and somebody growing up who's communication, that was where my anxiety was because I usually just went for not to 100, mm-hmm. like straight away. So my, my anxiety in communication came through when I was trying to go through the bad guy to the good guy. And I was actually trying to restrain, you know, the, the anger and volatility within inside me. So I had to try and learn how to actually resolve situations where I was like, I just want to grab this guy and actually smash his face in here. Like, this is so difficult. How, how do normal people communicate? Did you channel that? <laughs> I, and, and that's where that suppression, you know, and especially in young males um, and males for your back, background and that, that's that's why I've got such a rapport, I think, with them, because as soon as I start talking to them about that, like that's what I feel I don't know how to express myself I don't even know how to talk to my girlfriend correctly mm-hmm. or my wife you know I don't know how to talk about feelings emotions all of this sort of thing so right. the, the art of communication and not just about talking or being able to approach somebody in a bar or, or anything like that we're, we're losing it it's becoming a lost art but then in a good sense I mean how you communicate to the people in our area and wider afield you know there must be people all over the world who, who feedback to you that your stuff's great and I know maybe some people obviously know the language and that it flies right over their head, you know, like, but uh, to, to, to us and locally, it's brilliant, you know what I mean? It's been mad. Like, there's been people in Australia and Canada and Texas last week, somebody from Texas. Well, I don't know if they're from Texas or like they were obviously for here and then they moved to Texas. Or I'm, I'm maybe in the band, Texas. Because <laughs> I'm like, how the fuck would be in Texas and what if I am a right hoodie and light and shit and all that? I'm like, how do you know what I'm talking about? And it's funny because some of them have got Scottish relatives, so they've heard some of the stuff, but they maybe don't know everything. Like if there's a word or whatever in there and they will message and be like that, can you tell me, like, what does that mean? Or like, or, that, I think this means that, is that right? And then I just laugh to myself because I'm like, hmm. Other people saying I've had to read it really, really slowly like 15 times and now I know what it is that you're trying to say so it's funny but it's good like that um because it is very pigeonholed to like Scotland I suppose um which is fine by me but it, it's nice that other people are mm. they get something for it as well or they want to get something for it so they're actually taking the time and effort to ask you what something means it's cool Right. So that's that's you being you. That's you being authentic. You know, if you were, it's like us starting to use the word fucking soccer and stuff like that, and we're talking about like, like you're trying to appeal to America here. Man. Calm down. Oh, was uh-huh. that the soccer yesterday? And you know, uh, I was it's, on the. 
the sidewalk. You're like, what, mate? It's a fucking pavement. What are you talking I'm about? I'm telling you, though, like, see, I, um, what was it? I lived in America for three years, right? And I came back in 2019. So I, was it last year? Last year. Honestly, see, lockdown, it's fucked my sense of time, right? I came back last year um, at the start of the year and uh, it was annoying because, like, I was teaching in a school and you had to use certain words. Like, I said to the guy, just go and use the tap, get the tap. And he was just wandering about the classroom for ages. And I'm like, over there in the corner. And somebody else was at the faucet. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and then every day after that, I was like, go to the faucet. Because I'm like, it's just, that's all. Uh, is that where you picked up prevalent? That's where I picked up prevalent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look that up. It was, um, <laughs> You, I, you found yourself having to use certain words, I suppose. Uh, but I know that they people that go in like a fucking three week holiday to Florida or somewhere and they come back trying to Americanize themselves and you're looking at them like, you went on a holiday, you went on a free <laughs> vacation, why have you got an accent all of a sudden? You know, yeah. you're fine. Um, I, so I know what you mean. Like, and it's funny, again, having lived there as well and thinking that there would be people that would take something for it because. This is, again, this is me just going off, right? But I need to tell you this because I think it's funny <laughs> that it makes me laugh. We would be like, and I hate it. I'm not, I've got to say, I'm not right, but I suppose I am generalising like Americans, but they are like so upbeat and like positive. And to be fair, like the people that I had surrounded myself with when I was in America were like unintentionally, they're unknown to them, were giving me the confidence to start like you're all right as well because they're, they're just, they were just very much like, nothing you can't do in the world everybody can do anything they want to do and all that and like here and where I had been before I moved there you weren't around people like that we were sometimes quite doom and gloom and we, we do limit ourselves to what you can do and all that and so I wasn't used to that and I thought oh so I definitely gained self-belief and stuff like that for being there much more than what I had ever done um but we would sit like at these but there was a lot of uh, trauma behaviors for the kids in the school and they love data and evidence and things and all that. So the data and the evidence was there to show that X, whatever percentage it was, kids coming to the school were for trauma backgrounds. And like, I, I'm in that field, right? So I was, I would, but they never had like a social and emotional curriculum for them and they never had an intervention. So for the first year, they would all just sit there and they were like, let's brainstorm. Like there's too many suspensions. There's too many kids getting expelled, blah, blah, blah. Any ideas? And I would be like, you need a social and emotional intervention. And I'd explain to them what it was and they'd be like, anybody else? And I'm like, you need a social and emotional intervention. <laughs> and honestly, I spent the whole year, right? Constantly like that, you need this. And then there would be sometimes at meetings though, I wasn't as calm as that. I have to tell you, there was one day I was, they're all like that, what are we gonna do? And I was like, oh, come on, hey, fuck, how's that? <laughs> and then they were just like she's a psychopath right which i'm no i'm just really passionate about kids getting access to stuff that they need and nobody's labeled bad because of the circumstances that with their control because a school mm -hmm. can't provide them with the intervention or the resources that they need but no bad kids they just need a different type of intervention anyhow mm -hmm. don't be mad and then um I had like a co-teaching thing the first year with this girl who I was like 10 years older than. It was her first like position. And uh, she was just like, she was so lovely. She's like, you're like my mum. And I was like, big sister, 
right first of all <laughs> I'm like a big sister uh, and uh, she was like okay and uh, I just you take them under your wing you don't realize it but um, we became really really good pals and then it was recently she was what they do in America is after you get your teaching degree or whatever you get five years to get your master's it's a pure fucking thing to get money off people though and just put them in student mm-hmm. debt constantly for x amount of time mm-hmm. it's my personal opinion anyhow she was doing that and as part of whatever course or unit she was doing the tutor had said to her you need to write a letter of gratitude to somebody and you actually have to physically send it to them and I want to see their response and blah 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 so I didn't know this right and I got this letter off her in the post and it was so fucking nice like she was just like thank god that I was paired up with you for the first year and da 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 and I was looking at her like oh my god that's so sweet and then she finished it she's like we all miss the crazy Scottish girl <laughs> just like that would shout at everybody in the team and I'm like and I'm like Shouted, but you know how it's passionate. Passionate, and Americans would be like, "Whoa, whoa, cat, calm down, calm down." I'm like, "I am calm." I am very calm. Like, oh my god! Unbelievable! I'm like, "Fuck that!" It just made me laugh when I was reading it. Like, that she's an absolute psychopath. <laughs> Some days, and I'm like, "No, just like." Really <laughs> I've got a passion for it. The sounds. I was going to say, do you know, fancy a job on the, the kind of steering committee with Nicola Sturgeon just now? I, I was saying to Semo the other day. I said, I almost feel as if they need to have somebody who's been mad with it. You know, no scientists, <laughs> no guys with lab coats. You know, guys that look at microscopes all day. None of this bullshit. I said, you need to have real people on there that sat in a house party for three days, right? Know the crack. Been to an old firm game. Been to a pub. You know. <laughs> Like, what the fuck are they thinking? We'll open the pubs first, we'll do this, we'll shut that. And I'm going, I actually need maybe real people on there. I'm going to somebody saying to them, that isn't going to work. They're going to get steaming. They're going Literally. to be fucking all over the top of each other. They're going to go to each other's houses. Mm-hmm. They're going to do this, they're going to do that. Like, Aye. you need to get a grip. So I almost feel as if they need a couple of, you know, ex-wrongians or ex-alcoholics. A couple of bams, isn't it? Just a couple of bams on it, mate. Just let them go. Maybe they two boys, they pulled out that motor the other day. Fucking hell, man. We can finally move into the steering committee see what kind of drives them, you know, what oh they draw or by, or what what the on, what the... <laughs> Hello? No, I guess, all that stuff should have been a wider, oh, maybe it was a wider conversation, but again, we don't, we don't, know, we don't get to see that side yet, but yeah. it, to me, it felt like it should have been a bigger conversation, because I was like, I felt like that just happened, like, you know, yeah. boom, this is what we're doing, and I'm like, who was sitting around that table that was like, yes, uh-huh. close all the pubs don't let people drink who's sitting there thinking that that's actually going to happen like I there's mean, no reality to it at times isn't there not something not? like you know I knew as soon as and, and I'm trying I'm trying to say it with like rose tinted glasses you know I, I've been sober now for like nearly 20 odd months or something like that you know mm-hmm. and I don't touch anything like that so I've got quite a, a healthy lifestyle and everything else so I was obviously heavily biased when it came to, right, we'll open the pubs first and then we'll open the gyms last. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, because although it was 20-odd months ago, I still remember what it was like to get mad with it. And I know mm-hmm. when one was more likely I'm going to be in contact with people and all of this sort of thing. Aye. For fuck's sake. I was like, who's actually advising on here? I'm like, because no. somebody needs to be on there It's actually been mad with it. <laughs> Basically <laughs> saying to you, Nicola, mm, it's not going to work. Eh? You need to think about this another way. But, so, 
I want to just ask you quickly, obviously I'm not trying to rush you or anything, but Chrissy's house, you've got an affiliation with them. Um, is it Royston Youth Academy, am I right? Is it Royston Youth Club? Uh, youth Action. Youth Action. Youth Action, sorry. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I'm telling me to start this as well. How did the affiliations come about and, you know, how did you end up getting involved with them? Uh, like Chrissy's house, I knew a lot of people who'd went there for um, support and help and had used the services and stuff like that and had raved about them. Um, and as I said, like when I'd started, you know, right, and then like I came back last year uh, to Scotland, I was like, <sighs> there was just, there was a lot going on and I was struggling with a lot of stuff. And people were like, you should go and just talk to them at Chrissy's house and just see what they would advise or whatever. And I was like, hey, okay. So I did. And then um, I went to see them. Uh, no, at that point, no for any services or anything like that. Just went to see them, see the environment, see the space. Um, another girl was doing a charity thing and she wanted a Euro right image to raise money for them at the time. And I was like, okay, so we went. Because I was like, again, I'm not a tick box person. So I'm like, if you're going to do this, I was like, we should go and we should see what this place is like, and blah, 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 blah. And it was amazing. Like, I met Anne. Uh, who was like the, who has the, the founder and stuff like that and it was incredible and uh, all the people that were there were really really nice and you get like a sense of home from home like it wasn't a clinical environment or anything that you would have been used to it was very much like sitting in your living room talking to people and I, I get I get dead nervous uh, about things and even meeting new people for the first time so even doing something like that going there I was like oh, you're nervous like oh no and I felt really, really calm when I went in and I could totally see why a lot of people took comfort and going there and felt like they could go there to get help. Um, and then I I was like, my anxiety had came back, like I'd seen and stuff like that. And uh, then I spoke to them about services and they were like, oh, you should try CBT um, for some of the things I was talking to them about. They were like, I think that'd be really beneficial for you. I was like, okay. So then I went there for that. Um, and... It was amazing. Like I've, I've said this, I think I wrote something about this in the a blog thing as well before. Like I felt like an absolute fraud because there was people that were sitting there at a group session, and I was doing that horrible thing where you compare yourself to them, and they were telling their stories and different things, and I was like, I'm an, I'm an idiot. Like I'm like, yeah, like, these people have got real problems. My problem isn't like theirs, and you minimise it and whatever. But part of the process for CBT is to acknowledge that your problem is a problem, however big, however small, and then let's strategize and work through it and whatever so I loved it um and uh, it was really really beneficial and then having been there and having that experience I was like oh my god they don't get enough credit for the work that they do because they're, they're all volunteers like and a lot of them have 95 jobs a lot of them have like fucking longer hours than that jobs and stuff like that like the doctors or psychologists or whatever but they still go there and they volunteer and I was like it's amazing um and then when people started to say to me, is there going to be like, you're all right, merch? Is there going to be this? Blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, why would there be this? And people were like, oh no, you should, you should, you should. And then again, it's that thing where I, I wasn't comfortable saying, oh, I am going to start like a wee side thing or a small business or whatever, because then it's only me that would get the gain or the benefit. So then I try to justify it to myself that if you did do it, like I could donate stuff to Chrissy's house and then, it would make me feel better about taking it on, which might sound mental, but that is how it kind of came about. And I asked them if I could, and Anne was like, aye, absolutely. And then any time like, there's uh, any awareness thing or like a fundraiser or what have you, um, I'll try and link it back to them in some way, because especially now, like resources, money, things like that, 
like it's tight and mental health services don't get enough and we know that and I know that's frustrating for people um but along with having the money it's about using the money to get the education and the resources put that budget to good use and I just know that they will because I've seen them do that time and time again so like again with the whole influencer Instagram type thing there was all these people going at when you get to 10k followers what you're going to do and all that and I was like have a cup of tea like I don't know like I'm not going to be sitting there like no so I was like and then I opened my mouth and I was like if I get if I ever get to I was I was miles away from it I was like if I ever get to 10,000 followers I'll just give Chris's house 10,000 pounds that's what I'll do 10k for 10k and it fucking happened in a matter of weeks right and I was like what am I going to do <laughs> and, <laughs> powerful but you know that's what you mean when you need to tap into that and then uh, like you know there's a point where you've got to say to yourself like yeah I, I can do this like you know I hope you come away from this knowing that. I hope I hope that we're the we're the ones that tip you over the edge. I hope tomorrow you're like, that's it, chucking the job. I'm doing it, I'm moving on, that's it. I'm taking over the world. But then we can take some claim for it. So then we were the influence of the influence. Uh, after we see this massive organization getting created, we'll be able to do it with pals. I see that. Yeah, we've done that. You know what I mean? We've we done it. Right. We've you know done that? It's, it's, I'll be tagging you in posts at buy this charcoal toothpaste. <laughs> 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 they'll need to make a bag of income. I'll be like, buy, shit. Buy the new Caveman podcast t shirt available. Right. All, I was all overwhelmed with retailers. five people is like following me, man. I was overwhelmed with five. Like, I don't know how I'd cope with like that. The numbers. No, nah, man. I don't that's even. It. I never look at it like that, but either. Like, I know people that like, use a lot. Like, oh, you've got a big following and all that. I don't like I'm not that, that's a lot of people that are relating to what you're saying do you know what I mean and it, it is good and you know what it's actually very refreshing having a kind of positive message in social media because I mean I'm actually barely going to anything my social, my social media is just a fucking big page of dread to know if they're slagging Boris Johnson or they're slagging Nicola Sturgeon or All somebody's right. getting caned everywhere it's coronavirus is fake no it's no fake or conspiracy <laughs> theories coming up and or, it just gets mad it just, it just gets doing this fucking rabbit hole absolute shite and you're like ah, you know what I mean but so you're doing something better than that you're like you know what I mean putting a pair of positive thing out there and it's much needed to know to be honest with you because it is it's a, it's a fucking toilet in it honestly it's <laughs> a toilet, toilet I'm going to do that, <laughs> I'm right, that. right again I'm going to say that to that. that was me that was me that done I'm the toilet <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, what does the future hold for Cat then? Where are we going with this? Who knows? I don't know. People keep messaging me asking if I want to run for first minister. Oh, what? that'd be so great. That, I know, imagine a real I'm person in power. Imagine that. that. Absolutely not. I don't envy her. Like, I do rubber a wee bit and take the piss a bit. And uh, but I like Nicholas Sturgeon, I do, I'm not scared to admit that, I do like her for the most part, and I wouldn't like to be in a position where it can't be easy, it must be a nightmare, oh, I no. approach to a lot I of things, every day with us. Hi, it's just to try and make light of it, mm-hmm. take the piss a wee bit and make a joke, so it's easy for me to sit here in or when it when I feel like it's not the right decision that gets made, but it must be a nightmare, um, so that was a total joke, in case anybody's like that. I don't know I really don't know I think again I get too deep like as we're ending but I suppose like for an anxiety point of view like I spent a lot of my life putting a lot of 
focus on what an outcome will be, like what will happen and what will happen if that does they happen and what will happen if it does. And then I overthink it all and send yourself crazy. So I occasionally I think about what I would like and then sometimes I go, ah, just just play it by ear, just wait and see. Like I'm I'm not in a position right now where I'm like, I absolutely have to make a decision. So I'd hate to make a decision in haste and then it just wasn't really what I wanted to do or anything like that. Um, so I thought, oh, I'll just wait and see. It might never come in. It might just always be Yellow Squares on Instagram. And if it is, I'll still love it. Like, you know, I'll still like it. Um, I'll be happy with that. And if anything else comes yet um, and I get to, to deliver the big dreams, then we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> just take it a day at a time, I suppose. I've got faith in you. Just have that, keep having that courage just to push it <laughs> forward. You know what I mean? And honestly, I've, I've got faith in you. I think you'll get it. Thank really you. What? I've got one last question then, Kat, right? Mm-hmm. Mary down on Mad Dog. Oh, this is controversial. You will lose me followers now. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> Mary down on Mad Dog. I'm going to say Mary down, right? Because I really get what I grew up uh, favouring, I suppose. And uh, one time, the very first Con- time I went- Content or um, cost? Content or oh, eh, probably cost. I mean, it was cheap. Wasn't <laughs> it like oh, that? oh, it's mental, it's disgusting. <laughs> like I would, I would drink that. And then the very first time I ever drank Mad Dog, God knows what age I was, right? Uh, I want to say I was the legal age, you know, because I want to say that, but I can't remember. Yeah, it was the red one, whatever that is. I don't even Strawberry. know. It was maybe I, and I remember being at a house party and I drank it, and I was obviously like lightweight, sick everywhere. But it was just dead mad dog that was coming up, but I was that pissed. I was like, oh my god, it's blood. It's blood. I'm bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a trauma. It's an encoding there. Traumatic. Oh, I didn't go near it for ages because even though the whole app was fucking blood, it was a strawberry or whatever the flavor was. I was still like, ah, mm, I don't know. So I didn't go near that for a while. Went back to bed and went, oh, That's my roots. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm good at that. I'm happy to wrap it at that. Same with you. I no, I say keep keep doing what you're doing. Just honestly, keep going forward with that and just fighting that kind of wee voice that's telling you it's what folk like it or if they don't, whatever else. Keep doing what you're doing and go for it. Honestly, it's brilliant. And thanks for much. taking thanks the time to talk to us. No, no, it's been brilliant. Thank you for taking the time to speak to us. So, on that note, we'll end it there. All right. God bless. Take care. You as well. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Bye bye.